Hi, everybody. Yes, this is Anthony Quinn. This is my podcast, Food Addict. Yes, it's not even new anymore. We have 52 episodes. And we also have a very funny comic on the line, Cher Landman. How you doing, Cher? I'm good, Anthony. How are you doing? <laughs> you just worked all day, and now you get to ha- talk to Anthony Quinn. Holy mackerel. <laughs> yes, yes. What a reward. <laughs> I'm excited. I, I could do this all the time. I love listening to the sound of my own voice. That's well, why I do comedy. <laughs> well, you're like the only one. You know, a lot of comedians that come on this podcast say they hate the sound of their own voice. I mean, if I have to listen to the recording, I'm not going to lie. I hate doing that. I really do. <laughs> I caught you. I caught you. <laughs> I really, really do. It's awful. And Don't so try to play with time, Anthony Quinn, Cher. Don't try to play with me. <laughs> one time I was um, on the Wendy Williams show. I, I was in that segment, Ask Wendy. And some of the YouTube comments, were amazing on that segment. They were like, "She's share the comedian sounds drunk." <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'll take it, right? <laughs> right. That's almost for me. That's like a compliment. Hey, Anthony Quinn seemed a little drunk last night. All right, I don't drink, but hey, you know. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I don't drink either. Oh, cool, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so I just want to say this: uh, Cher Landman is a comedian I I met. Um, she's a uh, pro comic out of New York City. You're you're out of New York City, right? Correct. Yes. Look, some people are from Long Island. I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to keep it real here, Cher. Don't don't misidentify me. I am a cis Manhattanite, cisgendered Manhattanite. Get your pronouns straight. I'm in the two one two. I'm in the two. Yeah, I don't want you to start throwing up gang signs or something. You know. Um, yeah. Even though nobody would, you'd have to do them really hard for people to hear them. (laughs) West Village, represent! (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I was in the East Village the other night for, uh, I'm doing that, um, I'm doing a couple things at the Cellar 77 place, and uh, there was, um, on the street there was... Me too, that's probably like one of the only things going on. Yeah, Yeah, soon everything else is going to be opening. But there was a thing around the corner, graffiti, that said Fatso on it. And I took a picture next to it. (laughs) Amazing. And that picture got the most likes on Instagram that I've ever gotten. (laughs) That's your album cover art, by the way. (laughs) Oh, man. So I don't know. Um, But, yeah, so I met Cher. Um, she's a very funny and I must say very attractive. Okay. Oh, I mean, thank you. I mean, that's not. Well, a they can't. They can't hear that, but they can imagine. But, but your imagine. Your imagination's not gonna do my boobs justice. No, I mean it's not a secret, is it? I I say that in a soccer uncle type of way. Okay. I never played soccer. I think that's that's too that's too masculine for me. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. <laughs> But no, um, you know, and that's I've had a lot of female comedians on this sh- on this podcast, um, because really what it's about is um, my food addiction, um, and you know my life too, though not just my food addiction, but um, you know, and living in New York, even if people don't have problems with food, they can um, relate to some aspects of my struggles. 
You know, they can relate to some part of my struggles. Um, and a lot of women comedians have told me that um, the pressures of, you, you know, the more attractive you are, the more pressure there is. To uh, what to be to, more beautiful to eat right and to maintain your looks and to um you know a lot of women I've had on here have uh, struggled with bulimia on some level and let me tell you it's not people think bulimia and they think like when you're young and stuff but it's all ages you know yeah um it's all ages and you know I don't we don't necess- I don't necessarily have to get serious um. But, you know, this is a serious thing for me. I just had uh-huh. a baby. He uh, just turned 18 months. And oh. He is a savage. What's his name? <laughs> he is a savage. His name is Evan. And, um, you know, Cher, I want to be able to play with him and stuff, you know? Yeah. I don't want to be like, Cher Landman's coming over. Cher Landman's coming over, buddy. She's going to throw the Frisbee with you. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I want to be able to, um, to it, you know, as we get old, as I get older, because I know you're very, very young. <laughs> I'm not very, very young. I am not. I, I look that you. way. Thank you, Botox. I am not. People are surprised by my actual age, but okay. I'm not going to reveal that. I was right going to say, well, yeah, no. <laughs> When comparing my age with women, I always say, you're very, very young, and it's me that's getting older. <laughs> right. Right. That's smart. You're very smart. I've been around, Cher. Okay? I've been around the block. Mm-hmm. So, but as I get older, um, these things start to become more important. You know, like, oh, so what I'm saying is, is quality of life. You know, you start yes. to realize, like, I want, I want to have quality of life. I don't necessarily yeah. just want to live long. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. So, um, are you are you somebody that struggles with any kind of food? Do you, is there any kind of food that triggers you to eat more than any other kind of food? I mean, well, when you asked, it's funny, when you asked me to do this podcast, I was, and you said it was called Food Addict, I was like, oh, so is this like a recovery-based podcast? <laughs> or yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's not really. I go to OA when I sometimes I do, but I don't uh, represent anybody, and I'm just kind of like trying to talk about this stuff so I can, yeah, I can be better, you know. Because right. I've done, you know, I've I've I have, you know, I have my own struggles with um, recovery and sobriety. So I haven't had a drink in a long time, but I really don't discuss that kind of stuff because you know what, Cher, nobody cares. <laughs> I hate to break that to you. (laughs) Well, you know what the thing is? You know what the thing is? And I went to OA, too, and um, I am sober. Like, I checked it out. I didn't, like, really, like, get in there and get a sponsor or anything because... When I, when I like went to a few meetings, I was like, I don't know if this is for me because I had a college roommate and she was in a food program and it was called Gray Sheet. That was very strict. Yes. It was like, it really like you had to record what you're eating. It kind of had like serving suggestions for vegetables and proteins and stuff like that. Um, and yeah. she had to like plan her meals and call them in to sponsor. Yeah. And it really helped her. That kind of that kind of regiment really helped her and she, you know, did well with that. Um me I I 
I don't know. Like, I always, I had this one uh, friend of mine who was, who had said to me, she was like, you know, if you're really right with God and you are honest with yourself and you work on yourself and you do one program right, you don't need 17 programs. Like, you, you know, you could, and I, I just. That's absolutely right. It's all the same stuff, man. It's all the same just, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just like some sometimes what I found is as I grow older, I realize I identify with some things more than others. You know, like when I was younger, I identified with alcoholism more. Now I identify uh-huh. with food addiction more. You know, it doesn't mean right. I'm going to go drink. It just means that food is what's fucking killing me now, man. Right. It's more <laughs> of a trigger. It's more yeah. of a trigger. And I've definitely had some times where I really felt like I was struggling, especially um, in my early 20s, you know, when I was coming out of college, trying to find a career, trying to be on my own for the first time in New York City, and just being terrified of what that was like, um, trying to have relationships and dating and, you know, what a challenge that was. Are you you single right now? I'm, I just started seeing someone and... Uh, that means yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I mean, I'm, I'm call, we're calling each other like my boyfriend. Oh, my cool. Boyfriend. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so, so that's good. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, this is someone I've known for a while. So Okay, cool. Yeah. So we'll see. It's definitely like really nice. It's in a really nice like honeymoon type phase. We well, haven't enjoy it every yeah. fucking second. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, I mean, and that's what a lot of it comes down to. You know, a lot of people, when you start with the 12 step stuff, they run, but I mean, Mm -hmm. if you just keep it very, you know, simplify some of them and uh, like do the next right thing. If you do the next right thing and you, everybody knows what they should be doing. And if you do that, good stuff happens. I mean, it's very simple, but I'm, I'm a simple man. I have round knowledge here. (laughs) So, I mean, I would just, I, I, so I definitely had like a lot of, um, periods like in that time where I was binge eating and then like binge exercising to try to compensate for it. Okay. And just, you know, I never felt like, oh, my body is good enough or my body's good. And on top of that. On top of all of that stuff, I'm type one diabetic. Oh my god! So oh, yeah. you're type so one. Like, you're type one. Yeah. So that means you yeah. have it's a problem with your your actual physical body. Right. Yeah. Oh my, my god! Um, I'm sorry pancreas to hear that. does. Okay. That's okay. My pancreas doesn't produce any insulin, so I have to be very mindful of what I'm eating, and wow. and I do. I have a sweet tooth, but. You know, I have to like measure stuff and be be careful about wow. what I'm doing. And oh even if even if I want to have a binge or something, I usually end up paying for it in some way. And alcohol. Almost. I mean, you really. I mean, that probably helped with not drinking too. I mean, um, I'm oh, not, absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, when you know, like, it's gonna kill you, kill you, kill you. <laughs> um, because uh, it's it's. 
Oh, so what you're saying is, let me ask you a question. You were saying that you binged on foods. You would binge eat, then you would work out. What were you right. eating when you were binge eating? Give me a, give me a, a, oh my a binge, so a binge like, eat. Go to, and this, this was kind of embarrassing, but like my one thing <laughs> that I would like really go crazy on, there was stuff that I learned, like I could not keep in the house. Like oh yes, yeah, absolutely. Bread. Yeah, me. Yeah, cookies, I can't have bread. What was the second um, one? I'm sorry. Cookies. Oh yeah, no cookies, no sweets. Cereal, cereal. Oh, yes. Like I would eat, like even healthy cereals. I would eat them until like the top of my mouth was like raw, and <laughs> my I I was like checked out like smoking crack my <laughs> eyes were rolling in the back of my head and i had no conscious thought of what i was doing or what i was shoveling into my mouth and then i'm eating a whole box of cereal and i'm still sad <laughs> no 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 share landman <laughs> this is anthony <laughs> quinn on food addict do you identify as a food addict do i yeah um <laughs> I de- I mean I definitely I I could be an addict to anything that makes me yeah. feel good. I, yeah, I think. yeah, absolutely. So I mean I'm just kidding with that, but but the yeah. um, the the thing is it's about uh, unmanageability and powerlessness, right? So if right. you if you're eating fucking cereal and you're thinking it's going to make you better, and your mouth the top of your mouth is raw and the box is gone, and you're like I wish I had another box. Then, you know, I mean, oh my god, it was like so embarrassing. I could, I think, like, I think the worst thing that I did, like, I was in a, I, the most bingy thing I ever did was I would eat peanut butter and I would oh, eat like too. an entire jar of peanut butter and then I would gain and I would do that, like, you know. What about I'm, jelly? Are you, I, I can't have grape jelly in my house, I can't have it. Or, I, I don't even look at it in the store, you know? Um, um, Nutella would probably be something. I mean, but that really could fuck you up. Yeah, I can't have, <laughs> I can't me, be around Nutella. Nutella could kill me, honestly. But yeah, so stuff like that. And then I'd be like, how did I gain 10 pounds? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, asshole, yeah. you just ate like 2,000 calories. <laughs> Well, it, def- one evening. Yeah, it depends on what peanut butter you eat too. Like the shit I like is all hydrogenated fat. You know, I can't even eat the organic stuff because I grew up with the other stuff. So the, yeah. the, the, the stuff with the oil, like the organic stuff irritates my stomach. But Jif, welcome home, baby. <laughs> oh, I would get, I would get, no, uh, not for me. I would get the $20 a jar Maranatha or whatever organic sprouted okay. uh, nut butter, and think like, oh, you know, this is healthy. This is good for me. And then I would gorge on it yeah. to where I had to lay down on the bed to zip up my pants. Like it was out. Of, it was unmanageable. It was. Un- I remember one day, I <laughs> I lived in Williamsburg. Okay, one day I ate an entire jar of peanut butter and I felt bad about it. So I said, okay, now I have to really work out to burn this off or I'm going to gain weight and I'm not going to look good. So I ran across the Williamsburg Bridge. I ran all the way up to 
midtown Manhattan to Bloomingdale. And I saw my friend on the street and she was like, what are you doing, Cher? And I was like, I ran all the, <laughs> I ran all the way from Brooklyn. She was like, are you insane? Why did you do that? And I was like, well, I've been binging. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'll binge run. Hell yeah. There we go. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, and, you know, sometimes I've been in situations like that, too, where, like, you're like, it's organic. The nuts are from Bavaria (laughs) or some (laughs) shit like that. And you're like, but no, this is this is. But when you look at the serving size, right, the serving size is like a a, a tablespoon. (laughs) Right. And it has 200 calories and you (laughs) ate the entire thing. So it's. But the Bavarian nuts yeah. worth of your of your caloric needs, let alone how much you pay for it. Yeah, uh, you know, um, uh, the the whole like nut butter thing, like the almond butter and stuff. I was into that when it first came out, but they just they overdid it. There's just too much of it now. I can't, I can't, I can't mess with the um, the almond butter and the other nut butters. What do you think about those? I still have it. Okay. I still like the almond butter. I. Uh, I do. I like the safflower, the that one. I like the sunflower seed one. I like those. That's okay. I can eat that stuff. But the almond butter just I don't know, it's just it's weird. It's bland. I don't know. I just don't I'm not that into it. Okay, so so you ate you ate like a whole jar of peanut butter, you ate whole bags <laughs> of cereal. Okay. All right. What right now? Yeah, I mean So right now if you were out somewhere Right. If you're uh-huh. out somewhere and you're looking on a menu, or, or somebody you're with, say your boyfriend gets something, what's something that's going to trigger you to maybe go back to binging? What's something that you're like, I'm not eating on that menu. I can't eat on that menu, or I shouldn't. I mean, probably anything sweet or carbohydrate, because I usually don't have that much of that in my okay. diet. Will be triggering. Um, but if I'm going to binge, I'm not going to do it in front of someone. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she in the bathroom so long? <laughs> I'll wait till you leave and go to work. And then you'll be like, hey, what happened to all the espresso beans? I'm like, I don't know. Why does it look like a mouse ate this cake? <laughs> like that was that would be like another thing I would do is like, picket stuff instead of like just outright eating it because well well that's and that's what happens is it becomes an obsession it becomes a compulsion and like I remember one time I shared this story before I stayed at my my uh, half brother's house and he was like they got this little cake for me it was a cake that was for me they said it was for me they said I could have it and I said no 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 I'm good but in the middle of the night, I went and kidnapped that cake. <laughs> I ate it, and then I snuck out the packaging. <laughs> okay. So they wouldn't know that I ate it. And I don't, you know, that's very strange behavior. You know? Because they don't really care if I ate it or not. But I cared. You know? I was obsessed with it. And then I was obsessed with anybody knowing that I ate it. And I don't usually care about that kind of stuff. But that's what I'm saying is, you know, we talk about behaviors. Right. 
song. I mean, I've certainly done that. I've certainly, I think, I think mostly like when I go to my family's for the holidays <laughs> and that stuff is around. I think there was like a pie that I ate, like almost the whole entire pie one night in the middle of the night. My stepmother was like, wasn't well, there another pie? Like, we, we, who ate this pie? And she started yelling at my dad. And I was like, I did it. <laughs> that was me. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've done stuff like that where um, I was staying over somebody's house one night. And I, I ate something. And... Like in their fridge, I went in their fridge and ate something, and they started yelling at their kid for it. And I was like, "Yo, man, I'm sorry, I ate that." <laughs> Not the proudest moment of my life. <laughs> I know it's embarrassing. <laughs> oh man, I eat my okay. I eat my kids' candy all the time. So I was just talking about this on a podcast <laughs> I just released. Um, it was my son's birthday last week, and I got him this chocolate mousse cake. And after all okay. the pizza and mozzarella sticks we ate, he really didn't even want, I mean, he liked it. He said, it's great, but I'm just full, dad. So he only had a bite of his cake. So of course I had to finish his cake because it was already cut. <laughs> then I finished my cake. I finished somebody else's cake. And I took a whole half of this chocolate mousse cake back. And I knew it wasn't a good idea, Cher. I knew. You took it back to your house? Yeah, because um, my girl. That's I, a wrap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took it back and I, in my head I said, no, you know, I had other stuff. I'm very full. And uh. I, I lie to myself all the time. And that's really what this podcast is about. I can start trying to be more honest. And I'm making some progress. You know, I have been eating a little better. Um but, you know, with me, Cher, once something starts working, sometimes I stop doing it. You know, and I've, I've dieted so many times and I've deprived myself so many times that I'm just, I'm having a hard time getting back, you know, on my food plan. Because I just don't want Like wanna, on track, yeah. I just don't want to do the work. I don't want to cut salads and shit, you know? <laughs> I did it so many times, man. So. yeah. I mean, for me, I think the sobering moment was just, I started to see pictures of myself and I had, I had like in college, in my senior year of college, I like fell in love with this guy and he was super superficial and, you know, I felt very self-conscious about mm. my body. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I dropped 12 pounds, I didn't eat any carbs, nothing like that, and it was like, wow, okay, wow, you're really skinny, and then after we broke up, I just kind of went crazy with, um, with, like, the eating stuff, and I, a few years later, I was kind of like, I was kind of in this job that I was unhappy. I was an assistant. I was, you know, struggling financially. I was young. I was insecure about what I was going to do with my life. I was really worried. I had a lot of anxiety around it. And I didn't have a lot of confidence. And then, so I was like binge eating. Yeah. And the more... I guess kind of like abuse I was getting at work, like the more I was eating to yeah. kind of cope with that. Medicating. And then, yeah, we medicate. Yeah, yeah medicate yeah. With, with the food. And, and you have to eat every day. 
So you're telling yourself, well, I have to eat anyway. You know, I might as well eat this stuff. Right. But it was, it was like more and more and more and like yeah. just eating more and more and more the quantity and, you know, coming home and just eating and eating a meal and then just mindlessly just grazing, grazing or binging. <laughs> and then I'm grazing I, with Cheryl Landman. <laughs> I, We're chilling, yeah, I man. Could, We're grazing. I, could, I know. I, could, I had like a few like realization <laughs> moments where I was like, oh, this doesn't fit me. Oh, this feels uncomfortable. And then I started to, like, catch people, like, looking at my body. And I was like, oh, oh that God, was weird. Terrible. Yeah. And then I saw some pictures of myself, and I was horrified. I was like, I look so fat. I was like, oh, my God, because my head blows up, like, I have a very round face, so when I gain weight, I gain all the weight in my face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I and, look like Charlie Brown. <laughs> like, it's bad. <laughs> Honey what's up, Chuck? Hey, next time I see yeah. him, you're like, what's up, Chuck? And then you're going to punch me, and <laughs> and we'll it's take it bad. from there. My head, my head swells up. So, so I get these photos, and I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on? So... I I guess I was getting something in the mail about, you know, do you want to do the Miss New York beauty pageant? And so I signed myself up for it. It was like a year in advance, and I got a trainer, and I said, this is what I'm going to do. And I, I lost all the weight. I got in shape and everything. So, you know, it was one extreme yeah. to, the, to the next. I was working out a lot. I was... I was trying to make like raw, organic, like green juice drinks. And yeah, well, putting yourself in a situation like that where people are actually going to judge your looks, I mean, that's a lot, a lot of pressure. Um, but what I wanted... Yeah, to I needed something to like motivate motivate myself to quit, just quit the shit. Yeah, I mean, that's stop. definitely an, an, a unique kind of motivation. I mean, not everybody is going to be in pageants and stuff. So that's that's... I guess that's a good strategy. Just, you know, every time, maybe, is there pageants for me, Cher? <laughs> you could. Thank you for you saying could, that. You could, Thank you, you for could. saying that. Yeah, well, I mean, there's this competitive bodybuilding. You could get into that. That's what a lot of guys do. Okay, we're going to change the subject right now. <laughs> Mr. Olympia and stuff. So, so let me ask you a question. And, um... You know, you were saying about like um, what I've talked to a lot of the women I've talked to, what they struggle a lot with is the um, the uh, the stigma that comes along with um, how you're supposed to be when you're, you know, um, a woman, you're supposed to be thin, you're supposed to be, um, you know, you're supposed to look a certain way and people judge you on it. There's a lot of covert bigotry that goes on and, you know, it's weird. I've noticed because I've lost weight several times. This is how I know this. I've lost weight several times, probably about a good five or six times I lost over 80 pounds, you know, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I notice people are really focused on my weight. And sometimes it's not my good, good friends, but it's acquaintances that tend to like covertly sabotage me. Have you have you had any of that? Like where people are like, hey, oh, you're gaining weight or, oh, you lost weight. And they keep mentioning it. 
Um, I definitely have had like a lot of people that notice stuff, which is, is, you know, weird or funny. I mean, I think, I think, has anyone ever said you're gaining weight? Only family members. Okay. And only, only like men that are like feel rejected. They're like, oh, you eating good? I remember <laughs> one guy was like, oh, Whoa. you're eating good? And it was someone that was trying to ask me out, and I told him no. And that was his little his little quip to me to tell me that I had gained weight. So, but it like, even yeah, goes but, the other way. I mean, I can lose weight. You're still going to be a loser. <laughs> like, what is your point? <laughs> but it even goes the other way. Like, if somebody all night long keeps telling you lo- you lost weight, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sometimes you get, like, backhanded compliments. Have you had that with your weight or no? Maybe not. Um... Like where like somebody's like, oh my God, I wish I was thin like you and they keep saying it all night or they just, I, I think some, you know, maybe. No, I no? think okay. you're just uncomfortable with it. Because anytime anyone is just saying stuff like that, it's mostly about them. Yeah. Anyone, anytime anyone is saying something like that, it is, they're really talking to themselves, not mm. to you. Mm. Okay. So that's, that's interesting. I, okay. I have, you know, I have had, because I lost some weight over the pandemic, so I have had a couple people say to me, oh my God, like, I can't believe it, like, last night my friend came I, over I and I hadn't seen, it. <laughs> I haven't, she, I hadn't seen my friend in over a year. I can't and believe I walked, it, Cher. <laughs> I walked to the door and she said, Oh my God, you lost so much weight that when you're walking to the door, I said, who is this? I didn't even know it was you. I was like, oh, who's coming to the door? She's like, oh my God, that's Cher. Oh my God. Now, some people, I mean, you know, would take, would take, it's your good friend, right? She was your good friend? Yeah, she yeah, was an yeah. acquaintance, someone I know very well. Okay, you know, yeah, good enough yeah. to have over to my apartment. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, I I was gonna be on my way over soon. We were gonna mm-hmm. maybe do some just meditation. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's like, let me check now. Um, so, so. All right. I mean, that's cool. And that's what I've noticed is usually people that care about you, they just have one really nice thing to say about it. You know, and they're just like, wow, you look yeah. great. Keep up the good work. But it's like the weird acquaintances I would see at the post office or at like some weird place. They'd be like, oh, my God, you're not sick, are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Anyway, so so are, do you cook? Are you a cook? Do you cook anything? I started, yes. I started cooking a lot more during the pandemic. Um okay. I guess I was making food for myself before, but I think my cooking skills really upped up the game. Okay. Levels up, I guess. All right. I so stayed with my aunt and uncle, and they're super foodies. So oh, I was oh. learning all these different techniques. There was a fight that broke out because someone used the clam knife to butter a bagel. I <laughs> Yeah, man. Dude, I'm Italian. Don't mess with the clam knife, man. My name's Anthony, dude. I'm sensitive about the clam knife, you know? Um So so share. I was share. like, who has a clam knife? Number one. <laughs> Can we just roll it back? Like, who has a clam knife? 
Dude, when people are married for a long time, they need stuff to do, you know? <laughs> Let's get some clam knife. Let's get some clam knives. So, um <laughs> So share landman. Tell me the truth. I'm Anthony Quinn. This is Food Addict, okay? I'm on my way over. Not I'm not on my way over. Somebody's on their way over. You have to cook for them. What's What's one of your meals that you're going to put out? What's what's the dazzler? Tell me right now. I guess if I want to impress people, um, I have I've made some lamb lamb rack of lamb. Whoa! Okay, so really? That was, That's yeah. That was good. You're coming out of the gate with a hard one, right? You know how to cook it. How do you cook it? How how's your rack of lamb? How do you like your rack of lamb? Uh, it, this was so easy. All I had to do, all you had to do was actually, you need a meat thermometer. I was just going to say you need a meat to, thermometer. To yes, absolutely. It, yeah. Yeah. Which I need to get a new one, but I steered it in a cast iron skillet on the stove with rosemary, thyme, olive oil, and garlic. Oh my God. So I'm, you, bro- you're hurting you brown, me here. <laughs> you brown the outside. Okay, you wow. brown the outside. Nice, yes, you're searing and, it, yes. Yeah, and then you put it into the oven in the skillet for like another eight minutes until the temperature is right and it's pink in the center, and then you're done. That's oh it. It's God. very simple. Wow. You know, that sounds awesome. I like it a, like a, a little darker than pink. I like it a little red, just a little bit. Okay. Like seared on the outside and red in the middle. That's pretty much how I like all my, you know, red meat. Um, right. So, all right. Well, rack of lamb, though. I mean, that's if you're doing a good rack of lamb, you're you you got. It seems like you got a pretty pretty decent handle on cooking. Well, yeah, I think I tried a little bit. I also made scallops recently. Ooh, sea scallops, which those right? Were sea good. scallops. Sea scallops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, watch out for them bay scallops, okay? <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> you don't want bay scallops. They're like small scallops that a lot of times are just other fish cut up. Um, they're, oh, okay. They're fake scallops here, okay? I'm <laughs> okay. Watch out for this fake scallops. They're the, they're, the, they're the Canal Street Louis Vuitton of <laughs> shellfish. <laughs> they're going to tell you one thing and be another. Okay, <laughs> so um, no, that's awesome. So, okay, the so th- com <laughs> of shellfish. <laughs> the sea scallops. How did you cook those? Tell me. Um, those I did again in this cast iron skillet. Oh I've gotten God. really into the skillet. It's best so awesome. That's the best way to do it. You sear them, right? You just sear them, right? With garlic and butter and lemon, and I think I used some thyme. But you don't use and you don't put them in the oven, right? You just do them on the stovetop, right? I just did it on the stove. Yeah. It's, once you once you cook the scallop, once you put them on the heat, it's very quick. Yeah. They're done like in a couple minutes. Yeah, you just sear both sides. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. Wow. I'm telling you, you're putting together like a five-star menu here. You got well, rack of lamb and seared scallops. <laughs> <laughs> then I made uh, the clafu tea, Julia Child's clafu tea for oh. um, the dessert. Holy shit! Which, which is like some French. It's a French pastry tart thing <clears throat> without a crust. It's, it's the custard. What did you just type. call me? 
You called me a tart on my own podcast? <laughs> I called you a custard, okay? Get it straight. I'll take it. I'll take it, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I don't know. You seem like you know. Maybe you need to. we need to open a restaurant, Landman's. There we go. <laughs> I don't know. It kind of ruined a lot of my jokes because I had a lot of those jokes about being a Jap or, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you want to stay true to yourself. I can't make jokes like about me not cooking. My rack of lamb is too good. <laughs> yeah, like now I can't, now it's not authentic. Like I did give myself food poisoning once. But oh, that, okay. was be- right. that was before I really had to you learn this skill set. My mom's a terrible cook. And I said to her, I was like, Mom, don't be offended. I don't want to eat your cooking. And she said, I'm not offended. I only eat it because I have to. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. So so what gave you food poisoning? It had to have been like some meat that was bad or something. Okay. Something I was probably trying to, something that I shouldn't have eaten that was too old. Oh, Probably. nothing like some nice food poisoning to get your week going, right? Yeah, that was a long time ago. I, that was, mm, no, maybe that was a couple of years ago, two years before the pandemic. Okay. So, yeah. I love the way you stay true to your art, though. You're like, man, my rack of lamb is too good. I just can't, <laughs> I can't tell those non-cooking jokes. That's awesome, man. <laughs> You should be yeah. featured. You should be featured in editorial about this. <laughs> I'm too authentic. I'm too honest. The you real Cher Landman. I'm too honest. Oh man, awesome. All right. All right. So okay, so those are those are your two heavy hitters right there. Oh wait, and I I did something else that was really impressive that got like a big thumbs up from the guy. It was uh I made cocoa beans. Oh, cocoa bean. Oh, okay. Ooh. Explain what that is. It's uh, chicken thighs that are braised in red wine. Mmm. So that's also another French dish. Isn't that um, hard to make? That was in something where somebody was trying to get some... That was in some movie or something, right? Yeah, it was in something recently that I think I saw and I was laughing because they are like, oh, my cocoa bean. Oh, it was in Emily in Paris. That's what I was watching. Oh, I think it was and they a, mentioned yeah. it. Hmm, interesting. Wow. So you're going French on us, man. Holy man! Yeah, I did. I did date a French guy during the quarantine. Oh my <laughs> god, Jesus! Was he was from France? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! So, was he was he a pain in the ass? Absolutely, one hundred percent. He held up to the stereotype. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, <laughs> fuck you, buddy. <laughs> He'd be like, "Lady, lady, okay, lady." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kill myself right now. <laughs> Get out of here with your cultured ass, buddy. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god! Wow, that's all. How long did you date him for? Uh, three months. Wow, okay. That's like, you know, three months is when you start getting health insurance at a new job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think, I think, it's like a I feel like theory. every, this is my theory on relationships. Every person can hold it together for 90 days, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Everyone can be on their best behavior. But once you cross that 90-day mark, there is something where the real gremlin comes out, like the real, real you starts appearing. And yeah. there's always a, there's always something at that at that mark. So... Yeah, I mean, at at a job, you pretty after the first ninety days, pretty much know you're not getting fired. Um, <laughs> some jobs, right. anyway. Um, yeah, and it's a it's like a probationary period. But share if you actually think that, you know, on day seventy, you're probably thinking like, I'm gonna dump this guy on day ninety. <laughs> it's probably like a no, self fulfilling I... prophecy on some level, no. Oh, yeah, that is, that is, yeah, I'm manifesting it. I'm manifesting problems. Now, I'm not saying that, but actually, you know what? Maybe you even give them longer. You're like, okay, maybe he's been an asshole the first six weeks. Maybe we'll give him 90 days. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so wow. Was he from like Paris? Was he from an yeah. urban, ur- oh, that's even worse, right? Wow. Yeah, Whoa. Holy, holy man! Have you been to Have you been to Paris? I have. Oh yeah, I've been to Paris too. I loved it there. I thought it, it was, was amazing. Yeah, I thought it was awesome, man. People talk shit about Paris. I fucking love it there. Um, I love Europe. I've been to Europe a bunch of times. But um, all right, wow. All right, so now this new guy's yeah. American. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm glad you're back with us. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So, all right, so cool. So, you said about the tart dessert, right? You're being a little, okay. uh, you're being a little, um, uh, un PC with the tart thing. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, any other desserts? How, what's, um, what's a sweet trigger for you? You said you're a diabetic. So, what's right. something that you don't even want to think about? You said peanut butter, but like, is ice cream bad for you too? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Let's bring up all your addictions. Let's bring up frosting. <laughs> frosting will make me like sweat. <laughs> oh my god, frosting is I terrible, love frosting. dude. Frosting. Oh god, it's just pure sugar. One of the worst. What a, Go ahead. What else do I like? I is marshmallows. I like. Um, there's circus peanut candies. That old I, lady I like marshmallows. I like peanuts. <laughs> Walks on the beach, red cars. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, take chocolate. Yeah. I would just. I would just take like the cupcakes and just eat the top, the frosting, and throw it oh, away. Oh, I was like, going to say with frosting, like you know, frosting is te- it's made a lot of it's made from cottonseed oil. It's like so bad for you. I used to get frosting and get the Enterman's pound cake, the little Enterman's pound cakes, and put the frosting on the pound cakes. I mean, that's when I was really bad. <laughs> wow. If How you, did you leave the house? If you see me doing that shit at a show or a mic, stay away from me. You're <laughs> just, you're just, a, you're just. You might lose a finger. Breaking, breaking down your door. <laughs> He's in a bad place. Stay away from him. But um, no, nah, man, I can't even be around frosting. You know, what's your favorite frosting? If you ha- if you were gonna binge out and buy um, a frosting, just a frosting, what would you get? I I don't think I could discriminate, but I I guess that buttercream frosting, 
Fondant is I don't good. Ups- I'm sorry, chocolate. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to upset the vanilla. Oh, the buttercream is yeah, unbelievable. Yes, um, wedding cake is pretty good. Oh my but God. I think I mean I could just go for a straight up like <laughs> sheet cake from the grocery store. I'm I'm not the ditty about it well, so not... what's, but what's the what's your favorite is this cho- you said with the buttercream you said okay so chocolate vanilla. versus vanilla chocolate vanilla. versus vanilla okay wow alright you're a vanilla girl alright mm-hmm. okay I'm, I'm you know I lean in cake I do lean towards chocolate but I really if you ask me about cake I would probably look for like some cheesecake or something like that so what I, okay, oh yeah so what, I love cheesecake we'll ask you that what's your favorite cake one cake for the rest of your life on a desert island what you, you can only have one cake <laughs> you can only have one cake for the rest of your life what do you pick when we were in the quarantine my uncle told me that he had like this restaurant grade flourless chocolate cake in the freezer <laughs> oh my god <laughs> And, and that was something that was like I posted it everywhere. I went Facebook, I went Instagram Live about it. That was it was like the beacon of hope because you just put it into the microwave for thirty minutes and it was or thirty seconds. It was like a chocolate lava. You put your fork into it and it just oh, oh my god, it was that's... amazing. Wow. Yeah, flourless. Death by chocolate. Yeah, flourless chocolate cake. Holy man. You know what? Bomb. You know what I can't have too. Um, especially if there's chocolate like cake around, I can't have milk in the house. Cause I will, especially peanut butter too. I will, I will eat, I will eat peanut butter and chocolate and drink the milk, like all yeah. of it, all of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and milk's for baby cows, Cher. You know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's not really good for you. Not- I mean, would you, so would you do this? So, so I'm, I don't want to tell this story, but I am going to tell this story because it was really funny. <laughs> tell us all, Cher. Don't hold back on Anthony Quinn. <laughs> this was, this was not about me. That's why I feel bad about telling it. Oh, but, yeah. Oh, so no problem. Go ahead. Tell it. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, My college roommate. The one I told you was on the food program. I don't. I don't think she's on a program now. I think she's kind of like just figured it out. Figured out how to be right with God about stuff. But she graduated from college, and I guess it was so stressful with her parents coming to see her graduate and having to move out of her apartment, her dorm room like all within the same 48 hour time period or something that she was not packed. It was kind of like this whole, she had to finish her, finish her thesis, walk and graduate and pack out of the dorm room. And her parents came and it was all too much. So she relapsed off of the food program and I don't remember what she was eating, but I do remember walking in and seeing her on the floor. <laughs> she was packing. She was what? She was 
she was like packing stuff in boxes and and you open the door and like a million things fell because they weren't (laughs) they weren't like put away perfectly she's sitting on the floor like going through a box i think her mom is yelling at her and she's drinking milk a gallon of milk she's like chugging a gallon of whole milk and i'm like what is going on Spill some on the ground for your homies, baby. <laughs> you okay? Oh my god! So did she get the thesis done and get her get all the stuff done? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. She good. did. She's great. Because this story so. would be really bad if she didn't. <laughs> she finished everything. Okay. She was fantastic. She was. She saved my life. She was someone who. Uh, she also taught me how to cook a little bit. Nice. Like my first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me tell you, um, OA is the most compassionate 12-step program I've been around. Um, and the reason why I do go to it is because every single person that I've ever met that I've gone in, that's gone into OA, I identify with everything they say. You know, every mm-hmm. single thing. I will be talking to old ladies about going through the garbage. Their garbage. Their own garbage. Like, they go in the garbage when people leave and eat the food they threw out. You know? Yeah. And I'll tell you, I would probably do that, Cher. <laughs> I wasn't on a Seinfeld where the eclair was in the in the garbage can and George pulled it out of the garbage and someone saw him do it and he said it was above the rim. <laughs> he said it was a what? <laughs> above the rim of the trash. Oh yeah. Was yeah. Sitting up and and Jerry was like, you ate it out of the garbage? <laughs> yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. So, but I would be identifying with people like 80-year-old women. And I'm, this was like years ago. I was a little younger. <laughs> and I'm talking to them like they're my homies. You know, because we're going, yeah. we, like it's, I just identify with everything. So I don't agree with everything, all, everything they do. And some of the people that are really into it freak me out a little bit. But a lot of people are great in these programs and can help you if you really want to do the work. And honestly, Cher, I just don't want to do the work right now. I mean, I know that's kind of sad to say. (laughs) When you say honestly, I knew it was coming. (laughs) I'm just, you know, it's just like... I, I just, I want to lose weight and I'm eating a can of beans a day. That's what I'm doing. I ate my beans right before this podcast because I knew you were going to be a handful, okay? <laughs> but How have you not farted the whole time? <laughs> oh, I've been farting, okay? <laughs> you just can't hear it, Cher. Um, but, I, but I eat these organic beans. They're, they're salt-free organic beans they're in a can and i just got them down i drink them with i eat coffee and i eat the beans drink coffee and oh eat the my beans. god your colon <laughs> no it's good though because it cleans everything out so wait so wait that's your that's your whole diet that's your like your Marilyn monroe diet this is like the celebrity di- like you know when they're like we're gonna ask Gwyneth paltrow <laughs> what she eats in a day so we're gonna ask Anthony Quinn, what he eats in a day in his black coffee and a can of beans. But no, but see, that's that's the only. Are you? That's wait, the only, are you a depression era hobo? How, that's the only healthy thing I eat during the day. Okay, 
Everything oh. else is terrible. I get takeout usually at least once a day. Today I had the Wendy's two for five. Share Wendy's two for five is is hurting my life right now. Do you know what that is? No. Okay, I'm sorry to have to let you know this. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't think they do it in the city actually. Um, Wendy's has a thing where um, it's two sandwiches for five dollars, like a, okay. a big Dave single and a big classic chicken sandwich for five dollars. Okay. And okay. it's just a great deal. And I live so close to a Wendy's. I mean, like, I could drive there in a minute and a half. It's a little bit of a long walk, but two-minute drive. Um, and every night, you know, I'll get home from a mic or a show, and I'll be like, still could go get two for five. You know, I could still, it's open till one o'clock at night. See, you know, if it was me, I would, I would totally be killed with the Frosty from Wendy's. With the what? The frosty. Oh, the frost. Yeah, I get frosties too because I tell myself, "Oh, nothing's up. Op- nothing. Nothing else is open. I can't get sweets, so I'll just get a frosty." <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not a good enough reason. <laughs> you know, my mother was a little Italian lady. Share. I had dessert every night when I was a kid. Oh. <laughs> have you ever had coconut custard pie from Antimans? I have. No. <laughs> um, Metro- we didn't really. We I grew up in Texas, and we really didn't do Entenmann down there. It was Little Debbie. Oh, Little, Little Debbie. Debbie. Okay. Yeah, right. no, that was our. Yeah. Well, Entenmann's used to be a lot better, you know, um, when it was the 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 Jewish guy from Pennsylvania <laughs> when he was doing it. <laughs> but now that it's a corporation, I don't really like it as much. Um, mm-hmm. But when I was a kid, like Metro. Entenmann's Metropolitan Cake and stuff. I mean, it was just... But my point is, is that, like, you know, the dogs had breakfast... Had, um... The dogs had <laughs> dessert, too. Like, the dogs would be eating... The dog would be eating ice cream, too. My mom was just a dessert person. And now, yeah. honestly, I don't... If I'm at a restaurant and I have a good meal, I don't... It doesn't feel right if I don't eat dessert and have a little bit of, like, espresso or coffee. That's you know? nice. And, That's really nice. But I'm 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 a hundred pounds overweight, like eighty to a hundred pounds overweight. That's the that's the reality right now. And you know what you know what really stopped me from doing that is I mean I couldn't go too far off the rails because of the diabetes. I mean, and then it becomes yeah. like okay. serious yeah. complications. Like do I wanna eat this right now or do I want to have all of my fingers and toes later? Absolutely. Do I want to eat this right now or do I want to see later? Do I want to eat this right now or do I want to be on dialysis in a couple years, right? Yeah. yeah. So that kept it a little bit in check but also for me it was once I gained the weight it it just became like so much of an effort to take weight off, put it on and take it off. As you get older, that, it gets a lot harder. Yes, absolutely. That I was like, it's just not worth it. It's even though you're very young, go. even though you're very, very young, I'm going to reiterate that. <laughs> yeah, but like the effort, the effort that it would take to take weight off was too much and then it just got to be where for a long time my weight was 
staying the same. And I said, okay, I'm just going to accept that's where my weight is at. You know, I'm not going to fight it. I, I was complaining to my doctors. I work out. I do all this stuff. I do CrossFit. I'm doing everything. Why aren't I losing more weight? And how come I'm not thinner? And she was like, what does your mother's body look like? And I said, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be asking me that, Doc. <laughs> you got a problem, got Doc? <laughs> got it. Much like this, pretty much like oh, this. Oh my God, uh, you know, um, and that's you know that's a great point, and and that speaks to you know um, what kind of person you are. Like you're, you know, you're because a lot of people go down with the ship with that sort of thing, you know. And let me tell you, like you know, they they just so self destructive that they're like, yeah, I'm losing a finger tomorrow, you know, and they just don't want to give up the food no matter what. And let me tell you, I'm borderline right now. Every time I go to the doctor, my blood pressure is good, everything, but they say, you know, your your blood sugar, it's just, if you don't lose weight, it's going to be an issue. You know, and you're doing damage, the doctor said to me, he said, you're doing some kind of damage to your heart. He said, you can't be your weight and not be doing some kind of damage to your heart. And I was like, gee, thanks, doc. <laughs> It's true because your heart has to work harder. Yeah. I'm like, wow, dude. Nice to see you too, pal. Right. Um, so, I mean, but, you know, to do, so do I want to like lie to myself and say, hey, I can go to the dollar. And I, I live close to a dollar store, to a very terrible one. But they have really delicious things for a dollar share. <laughs> so $10, I get two for five from Wendy's and then a shopping spree at the dollar store. I mean, here's here's the thing. Like, you can eat. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like, if it's health. Here's another thing I learned. It doesn't matter if it's like really healthy food, or if it's junk food. If you eat enough of it, you are gonna gain weight. <laughs> because I thought, oh, if I eat like organic, if I eat healthy, if I. If I go be a vegan diet, I gained weight on a vegan diet because I was gorging on nuts and nut butter and everything made with nuts. <laughs> yeah, and you know, this is the thing. Like, I've been a vegan. I've done it all, Cher. I, I, honestly, I want to be like more like a vegan, what they call a nutritarian. I follow this guy, Dr. Furman, Eat to Live. And I'm a poser. I want to do this, but I can't. I just, I want to, but I don't want to. You know, because... When I've done this before, Cher, when I, I do the, he's the beans and the salad and all this stuff, the raw, all the raw, there's a certain amount of raw food a day, certain amount of cooked food a day. When I do it all, I feel great, but I have to keep it up and I'm just not good at that. So I have to find some way where I can be better at it. I don't have to lose all the weight, Cher, but if I could just lose like 30 or 40 pounds and just get, you know, be able to be more comfortable. That's what it's really about now. Um, you know, it's not as much about vanity for me as it is, you know, um, physical comfort, you know. Um, you know, trying to live a, a healthy life. I want to be healthy, Cher. I don't know if this is going to work for you, but it's worked for me. <laughs> okay. Is if you do, if you eat healthy, most of the most of the time, like you're like, okay, I'm gonna 
I'm going to have protein and vegetables and nutritious. And you, you know, pretty much stick to that plan. And then one day a week, you allow yourself to go bananas. Yeah, I mean, cheat days, they call that a cheat day. The problem is, is it turns into a cheat month. <laughs> right, right. Once you once you break the seal, it's hard to stop. It's a cheat decade. <laughs> yeah. I'm still on my cheat decade, Cher. Get off my back. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. All right. So, anyway, I guess we're going to wrap it up. Um but listen, I had a ball. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and so do you have anything coming up? I, well, yeah, I do. Actually, I am. Um, I'm doing that uh, Cellar 77, same thing that you mentioned in the East Village. So every week on Sundays at six, I have a little show there. Oh, cool. And, um, let me see. I'm just like going through my calendar. You know, I remember, yeah, I remember you started doing it too, right around the time I, I think we were the first two to start doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know you. I just knew that there was like a guy from New Jersey and now there's all this stuff that's happening in New Jersey. That's yeah. kind of, I'm actually not from New Jersey, but it's okay. It's I do I do I'm I'm from New York. I'm from Rockland County. I live in Rockland County right now. I actually grew up in okay. Queens. I actually grew up in Queens, but I moved um I moved upstate and, and married a woman up there, like you know Orange County, not too far. But I live in Rockland. But I do um Jersey's closer um than the city. So sometimes like I'll go hit a mic in Jersey, then go to the city and then, you know, do every, you know, do that kind of stuff. So some people do think I'm from New Jersey. It's okay, Cher. I won't take it personally. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I just think of, I associate you with New Jersey now because that's how I know you. From I'm going to cut myself, scene. I'm going to cut myself double tonight, Cher, okay? Okay. Did, you're not going to cut yourself. You're just going to have a banana split. Like, like. Let's be real. Um, I'm not wait. getting two for five. I'm getting four for ten tonight, Cher. Thanks. <laughs> don't don't blame me. You were going to eat no matter what. You were going to eat that no matter what. Okay. So I have a sh- I have a show in Brooklyn on March 23rd. It's a Tuesday night. It's oh, cool. a ladies show. Oh, nice. Um, anyone that's interested, you can reach out to me. Please follow me on social media. Share the comedian. C-H-E-R on Instagram, uh, share Erica on Twitter, and yeah, that's, that's going to be it for and, now. And, and, and share land. I know you do a lot of Facebook stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know you're big not, with the Facebook. <laughs> not too much. Yeah, you can find me, share, share Landman, I'm on Facebook. Now I'm going to get all these, these weird guys sliding into my Facebook messenger. <laughs> Hey there, how you doing? I was saying this the other day, this joke. I get all the I get all the worst pirates share. I get the ones that are like, How is are you? You know, I'm like I don't get the good ones that are like here, oh, oh, it's you. Watch this video. Those are the good pirates. <laughs> I get the Right, bad right, ones. right. So okay. Right. So so yes, yeah, so thanks a lot, Cher. And uh listen, I'm gonna tell everyone right now that's listening to this. This woman is very, very funny. And she's oh, thank very you. revealing. We appreciate her candid honesty. And we're definitely going to have you back on. 
Oh, thank you so much, Anthony. Um, and I will see you soon. Absolutely, where, Cher. Where are you getting up this week? Um, I'm, yeah, I'm doing the the Mondays. I'm doing Mondays the the comedy workout, and then I'm doing Thursdays down there. Um, and I, I'm I'm pretty much all over the place. I have an I have an Ohio date, believe it or not. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Somebody. So we're doing like an Ohio show. So I'll talk about that. But everything's opening back up, and um, you know, there's going to be a big, uh, a big rush for everybody to get out again. But all I'm trying to do is just get better at comedy, do these podcasts, and just have some fun. Absolutely. You know? And, uh, and you're you're very funny too, as well. Oh, thank you. And Sarah. I enjoy like watching you and. <laughs> I was listening to the podcast today. Just oh, really? To get amped what? up and ready. Yeah, I was listening to Sherry's episode. Oh, so. yeah, she's been great, Sherry Linick. Oh, she is funny, man. She is funny. Yeah, but very um, funny lady. This was this was great, and we're gonna talk to you soon, everybody. Sherry Landman, we'll talk to you. Take care. All right. Have a great night. Thanks again. All right. Take care. Yes, Sherry Landman, everybody. That was great. She cooks really good food. Racked lamb, rack of lamb, seared scallops, some dish, cocoa, cocoa vine, cocoa vine, some dish that's too sophisticated for Anthony Quinn to say. <laughs> Please go see her. Check out her Instagram. My name is Anthony Quinn. This is Food Addict. Thank you. Cheers.